The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Let me tell you what, who deserves a shot in the United States Heavyweight I'm the champion. I ought to know. You know, I've, I've been sizing up guys since I came to the WCW. And I think the one guy that stands out the most, the guy that I think has earned the title shot, El Dandy, I think you're a heck of a wrestler. You're a great technician in the ring, and you're a jam-up guy. Whoa. I don't see any Whoa. reason. Wait a minute. El Dandy has been wrestling in, in, in the cruiserweight division here. Please. He's a great wrestler. He's a great wrestler, but thank goodness sakes, he's 50 pounds. Who are you to, to, to doubt El Dandy? This guy's a serious professional. Well, let's talk about some serious Hypnosis. Let's get some psychosis, psychosis. Whatever, whatever. He's a great wrestler, you know. Hello, and welcome to the Rawcast. I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese. What's going on, Mo? Man, every time we turn around, something major happens after we record. And now we got to shift through the, the mess to come up with something new. Yeah, man. Uh, we knew we knew it was too quiet last week when your Mo Meltzer news report was about five minutes. And uh, you was mm-hmm. like, just not a lot happening. I was like, uh-oh. And then... Uh, it all dropped, but we'll talk about that a little bit later in the program. Just to let everybody know, this is the Rawcast. We're part of the CSPN. You can find us on the web at CSPN.us. You can also subscribe to the show through iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitch Radio. All you have to do is search for the WrestleCast dash the CSPN. Subscribe to the New Day holding the WrestleCast sign and the logo. And the Rawcast will show up in your podcast queues each and every week. We open with the recap, last week's issues with Seth Rollins, Kevin Owens, and Big E, as Big E isn't quite sure that he can trust Mr. Kevin Owens. So Big E and Kevin Owens are in the bat, with Kevin Owens talking about how he cares about what Big E thinks of him and wants people to know he's turned over a new leaf. Big E doesn't really care, though, and he has a match tonight. Owens says he cares what Big E thinks. (laughs) Yeah, here, like, please believe me. Please believe me. So here comes <laughs> here comes Seth Rollins in a red and blue outfit with a trench coat to welcome us to Monday Night Rollins. He says he is the face of Monday Night Raw and therefore he will lead the team to victory over those SmackDown bums at Survivor Series. The fans think Rollins looks stupid, but what do they know about fashion? Rollins talks <laughs> about Kevin Owens wondering if he is a hero or a snake. He has known Owens for a long time and there is one thing you can count on with Owens. He will stab you in the back at any chance he has. Owens is as low as he gets and cannot be trusted as far as he can be thrown, which isn't far at all. Seth got some nerves talking about uh, backstabbing people at any chance they can get. Listen, that's called the pot calling the kettle black. Seth Rollins, Uh, he says he's ready. Oh, yeah, man. Seth Rollins in his career... How many times has he right. done dirty? The Shield, the first time. Oh, that was that. That was heartbreaking to watch. Mm-hmm. Poor, poor Dean Ambrose. He caught the worst. But yeah, Triple H, Triple H from Triple H said there's always the Plan B, and Roman Reigns felt that chair shot. And I was like, ooh, I guess. Yeah, 
Man, that that's when uh, Raw was pretty turned up then. That's when Raw was actually good to watch. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Uh, Seth Rollins says he's ready to turn Kevin Owens into the biggest loser in the world. But here is a ticked off Kevin Owens to interrupt. The fight is on and Seth Rollins has to escape the apron powerbomb as he runs back up the uh, aisle with that trench coat flowing in the wind. So uh, what did you think about the outfit, sir? Hey. Look like Spider-Man. Right, but he still, he still can make something that looks trashy, look swaggy at the same time. <laughs> couldn't have said it, couldn't have said it better myself, sir. Uh, we look back at our man almost wrecking the tag team division last week. RK Bro is in the back with Riddle worrying about turning into a robot and Orton worrying about the Street Profits. The Street Profits come up behind Orton, saying they're on their own. So now. It's hold um, on. Yeah, he's gonna skip. Well, I skip. Orton saying he don't care about the street profits, and then um, Riddle's talking about some. Hal's just gonna say that that street profits are right behind you. <laughs> you know, Orton, Orton being Orton, he's like, and I meant what I said. It was like, shit. <laughs> your boy Montez Ford growing the beard out. He's doing a lot. That heel turn might be coming. You know what we think. So that leads us to almost AJ Styles, Robert Roode, and Dolph Ziggler versus RK Bro and the Street Profits. Now, if this was a Survivor Series match, I wouldn't be mad at this actually. At least they built. I've been seeing AJ Styles on TV in weeks. I know. At least they built this up properly more than what they did with right. these teams we got out there, out there wrecking, wrecking, wrecking everybody. And Randy Orton been trying to stay out his way. <laughs> Smart. You don't get this. You don't become a twenty-year veteran in this business by being oh, dumb. Hang on, not, not by not by doing dumb things. He <laughs> just was like, I, I, I. <laughs> I know who to cross and who not to cross. He's trying to teach Riddle, <laughs> but that tall dude, I will not be crossing. He's trying to teach Riddle the ways, but Riddle is just too gung ho for his own good. Uh, Randy Orton. Yeah, He's teasing getting in the ring, but blames Riddle for screwing things up. Rude and Ziggler cut Orton off from getting in the ring, but Rude and Styles get into a fight on the floor. Almost deals with Rude, leaving Dolph Ziggler to take the pin to Matt Riddle. Well, at least they won, though. After the match, it's an RKO to leave Ziggler land. Orton tells Riddle that he has to listen if they want to keep the tag titles. So basically, he kept threatening like he was going to jump on Almost, but... Every time Amos was looking, Orton was like, nah, <laughs> I was just playing. Yeah, you know what he said? I might be might be crazy, but I ain't dumb. Uh, Kevin Owens is in the back trying to convince Rey Mysterio to believe him. But Rey Mysterio is like, man, he's got some other things he needs to do. So Kevin Owens is still out here on that. Please believe me. Please believe me. I, I, told, I told y'all, I told y'all a couple years ago. I told y'all a couple years ago on this here program that watch when, when Kevin Owens, when Kevin Owens is a face, you have to watch his facial expressions and you will see that turn is coming sooner than later. And that's why he came back for that one injury when um, Kofi was about to win a title. And I was looking at, and I was, this is, and I was at that, at that SmackDown in Baltimore and I was watching his face at, at the end, and he had to look on his face like, 
he was going, he was getting ready to turn. And I was like, he can't stay face for long. He just can't. And I totally get it because he's not a face wrestler. He's just not. We get a vignette that warns us Veer Mahan is coming. So here comes. So, 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 so he kept Veer. Never mind. I'll, I'll, say, this, I'll say that for later. Go ahead. <laughs> So here I'll comes, say it for later. I'm annoyed. Here comes Adam Pierce for a promo with the Mysterios. Adam Pierce talks about like Huh? I, no, I'm going to cut you off, but this is just funny that Adam Pierce is, you know, back in his own GM self or whatever his, his, his authority role is. and not showing any remnants of getting his ass kicked two weeks ago from um, Brock Lesnar. Go ahead, continue. He's a fast healer. Yeah. All he had was his pants ripped. He was just embarrassed more than anything. He got two F5s and he got this guy smacked in the face with a microphone. <laughs> so he comes out for a promo with the Mysterios. Adam Pierce talks about Survivor Series, which, have, which has had some great debuts over the years. And it's the only night of the year where the two shows face off. That means this year. Undertaker is Debut at, at Survivor Series? Yep, Undertaker, Rock. Yeah. Um, yeah. Probably Guka. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he says that means that this year's Raw team needs to live up to last year's Raw's team as they swept the night. He says it makes him think that he might have made a mistake by putting Dominic on the team because every other member is a former WWE champion. Dominic can keep his spot if he wins the following match. Okay, so <laughs> the teams are... The teams are Ray is is Ray Mysterio Jr. Oh, I gotta look this up. There's no way I can think of it. I can remember. It's Ray Seth Rollins. Uh, that's all I can remember off the top of my head. Oh, it's not it's like not I, it's not like I wrote it down or anything because it was just so preposterous. It was, it was like, very preposterous when they had he announced it, and I was like, "Excuse me." Right. Okay. Here we go. It's uh, constructed as of now. Seth Rollins, Van Balor, Kevin Owens, Rey Mysterio, and Dominic Mysterio. But Dominic's spot is on the line against the almighty Bobby Lashley with MVP. The hurt lot goes on, but Lashley won't let Dominic tap out, instead throwing him to the outside. Rey Mysterio tries to intervene and gets kicked in the chest, allowing Bobby Lashley to run Dominic into the post. A big spear sets up the hurt lock, and Dominic ta- Dominic has to tap out. And now Bobby Lashley is a part of the Raw Survivor Series team. I guess you I guess you kind of figured you know that kind of that change was going to come. So poor Dominic, and it's planting more seeds for. Dominic and Ray. Right. On the other side, the SmackDown team consists of Drew McIntyre, Jeff Hardy, King Xavier Woods, Sami Zayn, and Happy Corbin. Um, this was uh, Fuck Them Kids Part 2 from Bobby Lashley, the remix. Yes. <laughs> Actually, part, yeah, it is Part 2 because, yeah. <laughs> Uh, we look back at the Alpha Academy falling, uh, failing, excuse me, to recruit Big E last week. So Seth Rollins comes up to the Alpha Academy to ask about Kevin Owens. Chad Gable talks about his recent graduation and says Owens is a horrible liar. 
just like Green Bay Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers. He says tonight he'll prove that Big E can't be the face of Raw. Yeah, Madam Lizette, you ain't off the hook yet. Been avoiding me in yeah. the spaces. She not, she not off. The, I mean, I, I've been avoiding the spaces too, but I'm definitely coming for her. <laughs> uh, man's so. might not, play, man's might not play this weekend either. Oh, what? He said, he says a small chance he might not play this weekend. Small oh, okay. chance. Okay, well, he about to pay that fine to get back on the field. No, 300K. That's between him and the team, I think. Mm-hmm. Somebody going to fork that bill. Gable is uh, comes back uh, with a couple of knee cranks, but that's enough to set up a belly-to-belly into a moonsault for a two-count, followed by the rolling chaos theory. Biggie is back up with the rock bottom out of the corner, and the big ending finishes off Chad Gable. After the match, Big E and Otis have a big man stare down. We know what that means. Man, Otis used to be so fun. So for personality, Listen, charisma. Otis was fun. Had a great personality. Back in NXT, when NXT was, you know, a wrestling show. A great what wrestling show, by the way. What you and trying then, to say? Just like how y'all be doing raw, I'm about to do NXT the same way. <laughs> oh no! Sorry, Simi. Sorry, Simi. But just like how, just like you know, y'all be doing me raw. I'm about to do your show the same way because mm. you're not. You ain't got no love for Trick Williams and Carmelo Hayes. Are you on that Miss Jupiter Julep train too? See, Carmelo Hayes was cool when before Trick Williams came into the picture. But Trick Williams is is, is funny. For comedy relief, I'll give him that. He makes me laugh because of that. But other than that, nah. You ain't got no love for Gigi Darling and JC Jane? No, I do not. Take Mandy Moore and sit her to the moon. No Cameron Grimes. <laughs> <laughs> Back to Monday Night Raw. Kevin Owens tries to get R Truth to believe in him. R Truth believes in him, but he also believes in Bigfoot, the Loch Ness Monster, <laughs> and that the earth is flat. But it's round in certain Ooh. places. And the Thanksgiving man, among other things, Kevin Owens is fed up and walks off. Thanksgiving man. Gobbly gooker. I see. So Sonya Deville and Adam Pierce are with the Raw Women's Survivor Series team to announce a fatal five-way match tonight for the winner will receive a title shot against Becky Lynch. So I guess we'll go ahead and give out the women's teams. So on the Raw side, Bianca Belair, Rhea Ripley, Liv Morgan, Carmella, and Zelina Vega. On the SmackDown side, Sasha Banks, Shayna Baszler, Shotzi Blackheart, Natalia, and Aaliyah? She just got here. Aaliyah? Wait, wait, wait. They got Shotzi and Sasha on the same team. Yeah. SmackDown's going to implode. <laughs> <laughs> SmackDown is going to implode. I, I see that coming. So, uh, the artist formerly known as Piper Niven isn't sure why Bianca Belair is getting another chance at another title shot. Dana oh, Brooke, that's why, okay, that's why they, was, they were saying she was hating. Okay. Alright. Dana Brooke wants some respect, including from Liv Morgan, and a big argument breaks out. So now we look at Bobby Lashley taking Dominic Mysterio's spot again. Rey Mysterio says Dominic has a neck strain and goes on a rant against Adam Pearce. 
Austin Theory pops in for an unnoticed selfie as Ray holds ice on Dominic's neck. Stack of dimes, you call a neck, son. <laughs> Stack of dimes. 24-7 title matchup. Drake Maverick versus Reggie. R-Truth comes out with the referee, but the Hurt Business jumps R-Truth from the behind. The distraction lets Drake Maverick get a roll-up, steal the pin, and win the 24-7 title. That's when Akira Tozawa comes in and rolls him up, and Akira Tozawa wins the 24-7 title. That's when Corey Graves leaves the commentary desk and rolls up Tozawa, and Corey Graves is your 24-7 champion. That's followed by Byron Saxon rolling up Corey Graves, and Byron Saxon is now your 24-7 champion. Then Drake Maverick wins the title from Byron Saxon with a handful of tights. Then Reggie wins the title back from Drake Maverick and runs off while Corey Graves yells at Byron Saxon that you ruined everything. This whole segment was... That could have been the music. So, um... Benny Hill. So... A funny thing, um... So, our truth made a TikTok. And he said, I invited Reggie over for some Popeye's biscuits so you can hear the choke. We weren't really Reggie. We were just doing a little skit on TikTok. And you hear a little choking in the background. He's our he, truth just sitting there looking for a cup of water, a cup, a cup of drink, or something in his hand, looking like he's plotting to get his um his baby back. <laughs> uh, so that leads us to the fatal five way: Bianca Belair, Carmella, Liv Morgan, Rhea Ripley, and Queen Zelina all facing off against each other. Ripley kicks Bianca Belair out of the air. A riptide connects, but Liv Morgan makes the save. The Oblivion hits Rhea Ripley, but Zelina Vega makes the save. Belair then hits the KOD onto Zelina Vega, drawing in Dewdrop to pull Bianca out of the ring. Liv Morgan then rolls Carmella up for the pin, and Liv Morgan earns the title shot against Becky Lynch. I'm not mad at that. Hell no. It's about time is Liv's time. It should have been Liv's time. She's worked hard. She's improved a lot. She's, she survived. She survived all her friends getting cut. Yeah, yeah. She survived a boyfriend getting cut. So yeah, she's she's been a survivor. That's still, that is still amazing. That um, which name's brother is 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 Bo is Dallas? All up in, yes. Mm-hmm. He's all up in there. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, so she's had a good week. She got to see her friend Ruby Soho passing through the airport. That was, that was nice. That was a nice little reunion. Yeah, so we're here for all things good happening to Liv Morgan. Overdue. Glad to see her getting some shine. Now step up into the big spotlight. Have a great match with Becky. Win, lose, or draw. And, uh, you know, see where this can take you. That's right. Seth Rollins asked Big E about Kevin Owens, but Big E doesn't trust either of them, and he says he's going to be at ringside tonight. So that leads us to our main event, Seth Rollins versus Kevin Owens. Big E is on commentary, and here comes Austin Theory before the match to take some pictures. Uh, Big E, uh, Zion Williams in his phone out of his hand. 
smack that shit like eight rows. Like Montreal, um, shit. Montrez Harrell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Any big top blockers in the, in, the, in the NBA? That's what that's what um, Biggie did to the phone. <laughs> Rollins hits pedigree for a two count, but Kevin Owens catches him with the pop-up sit-out powerbomb for two. A shot to the bad ribs breaks up Owens' stunner attempt and knocks him to the outside. Kevin, um, excuse me, Seth Rollins tries to send Kevin Owens into Big E, but Big E dodges out of the way. But Big E is in the way enough to keep Kevin Owens from beating the count, and Seth Rollins wins the matchup by countout. And they was going. Was predicted. They was cooking. That was a good match. They was, was cooking. They was cooking with some. Some. They was cooking with a lot. Uh, after the match, Rollins leave leaves, but Kevin Owens snaps, beating the fire out of Big E. Referees try to break it up, but Owens comes back over for another stomp or two to the head. Owens screams a lot to end the show. Told y'all. That's Kevin Owens all night trying to be like, "I'm a good person. Please believe me." It's the new and improved me. And what do you do? <laughs> Revert right back to the same old tactics. Well, you know, he could be in the putting people over phase of his, because, you know, rumors in three months went, or three years. Well, this is, this is November. They said contract up in January, so that's less than two. You think he gone? You think he gone? Think he gonna go play with his friends? You go back and create Mount Rushmore. More power to him. My thing is that I'll say this. I'll say this when they go on, but it's just like you know, you leaving. You a you a top guy leaving, but you going play upper upper middle card at best because you know who the high ranking individuals are. But is he a top guy leaving WWE? Isn't he kind of when he when this kind of be like a lateral move? <sighs> depends on how you look at it. Okay. Like depends on how you look at it. Uh, before we get into your Mo Meltzer news segment, uh, I want to talk about the thing that had me going over the weekend: Eddie Kingston and CM Punk uh, promo battle. From Rampage, did you happen to see that? Oh, you talking about Rampage? Yeah, I yeah, did. yeah, man, that thing was spicy. That was some good. Uh, that was that, that was, was some, some good. He was like, he wanted to see a punk boy. I wanted an apology. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Eddie Kingston it was, was like. It was all just a build up. It was all just a build up to you know what's going to happen on Saturday. Yeah, full gear. Uh, me and Miss Simi will have a breakdown of that. Uh, on the dark match, it'll probably come out as a free show. Um, I don't know if it's going to come out before Saturday, but I'm going to try my best. Um, but yeah, so I was really intrigued by those uh, those actions uh, between those two guys. Awesome promo, uh, legit. Some shooting there, but a little bit of work as well. And uh, yeah. so definitely turned. I'm still, up. I'm laughing. I was laughing at um, not the table. Punk and Eddie Kingston was cool, but I was laughing at um, the Max Caster who made oh, the who shot, who, <laughs> who, shot who, who made the shot at um, Daniel Bryan. I was like, well, it's not. 
I said, is he is is, is Laurinaitis' father-in-law? Even though he married their mama, um, the Bella's mama, is it their father-in-law? <laughs> yeah, that would make, like yeah that would that would constitute that he would be their father-in-law. Oh, okay, that's that still was funny. He said, you know, in more careers than your father-in-law. He was like, yeah, Matt Scaster, like, Matt Scaster got him one. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I was like, mm. yeah. So I guess that kind of should best of time than any lead into the Mo Meltzer news segment for this week, since we got to talk about John Laurinaitis ending careers. Wow. That, wow. That, that's a that's a good segue. I didn't even I didn't even plan that. I was just we just talk about Rampage. And I just talk about that, and then we just lead into Laurinaitis and his his you know calling people some of the budget cut best of best of um best of luck and good endeavors yeah him and Nick Khan the boogeyman they at it again I mean they just they they just did that it was and this this is the thing I was I, what was I doing I was um I think I was I was coming home from my internship, and then you know Six Foot Apple sent me a link to one of the wrestling groups we in. And I was just like, okay, you know. And all of a sudden, I just see the post. I was like, are you serious? I was like, are you serious? And um, and it was just wow. It was just wild that we. This is what we, what we came to see. So, y'all, y'all are under a rock. Um, we have seen um, WWE. So let's just say say this. In total, in twenty twenty one, it's been seventy one WWE wrestlers released. Wow, that's a company and a half. Worth the rest, right? That's a whole. That's a whole. Um, that's a whole. You know, a, a whole other roster. You know, a whole right. show. Of a show right. one. So we gonna jump to November fourth, and you know we had. Um, it, it it was just wow. We just sitting there just watching just watching them on TV and thinking like you know things gonna happen it's gonna be a good you know we, we you know things just happen and we just think you know hey this is what's gonna happen with these superstars you know nope shit just I don't know shit just 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 kind of crazy um we had um First on the list, it was um, you saw Keith Lee, um, and Keith Lee and me and Yim, and it was just like, what, what, what? you know, we like, what, what happened? What, what happened? Mm-hmm. And it was just like you, you, you put Keith Lee. Do this whole first Keith Lee had a hell a hell of a twenty twenty one and I don't mean that in 
the most positive way. Right. The COVID, and then, you know, he almost almost died. You know, he had to wait to get cleared, and then he gets cleared. You know, and it just wasn't this wasn't the same when he came back. Um, and you know, it was just like we were just. One, we were just glad to see somebody, a, a black wrestler on the main roster, and we were just like, you know, this could be something, this could be something, you know, good for him, you know, somebody with a great skill set, you know, good on the mic, you know, it was just something amazing just to see, and then all of a sudden, boom, you see he's one of, one of the cuts. And it was just wild, you know, it was, he was doing dark show, dark matches, you know, coming out as Keith Van Cat Lee. And when I saw him at the SmackDown show, he came out there and he was doing, he was going to be. And I'm like, you know, I was happy to see him because, you know, one of somebody I've been watching, I haven't been watching for, um, I just started recently had watching him, you know, and, you know, when he came to WWE. But I knew who he was from the Indies and everything. And I was just like, you know, this is great to see him, you know, just at a, at a show. If it was a dark match or not, it's just great to see him. And so, and it was just funny. And it was funny somebody on Facebook had, had said something about, you know, he just, he, some of the, some of the bad cat gimmick. And he was, he had said in the comments that the bad cat gimmick was not his idea. So it definitely was either events or Bruce Pritchard production with that one. And he was just going along with it because he was trying to be a company man and everything, but we see what happened there. And then me and Young was definitely due from the start. Yeah, when no they put one. her in retribution, we should have known. And they should have known she was how she didn't she wasn't really getting no real she wasn't really being used as you know she was only being used to get put people over in NXT. That was what she, that's why I was I knew that she wasn't really gonna be a good a long fit eventually for the company. I mean she was there for a couple of years, but it was just like, okay, she's there, but she's not gonna be no no top um no top star. She's just gonna be there putting the, the, the latest stars over because she's a vet in the business. Um this is such a sort of fortune, like you said, she got a retribution and that was that, and then it was basically like she was on Raw, then she got moved to SmackDown, then she was moved back to Raw, and it was like we hadn't seen her on TV. That's his retribution broke up, and we had not seen her on TV, and it was just like, you know, all the stuff going on with the women, with the women's division. We like got me and him right there, but there was rumored that they had, there was like more alleged or reportedly that they had plans for her, but those plans didn't come to fruition. Um, next up, we have Karrion Cross and Scarlett Bordeaux. Mm, mm, mm. Triple, H, Triple H tried every tried to make him be somebody that would get pushed on the on the um, on the main roster. He set him up uh, for success. Deal. Huh? He set him up for success, according to the Vince. You know, well, listen, listen, hold up. He set him up for success, but you know what? 
he died in NXT. <laughs> he died in NXT. And Adam and Cole those, was holding the gun. Yes. yes, Adam Cole is responsible for the the murder, uh, the burial. I was going to say the burial of Harry and Cross's character. He he he's he he's holding it. He was holding that smoking gun. Cause what he did, cause what he did to um, Karrion Cross in that promo, he, he never recovered. As nope. much as you tried, tried to recover and build him up, couldn't do it. Nope. DOA. That, that was that was a done deal, and it was just like you know he 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 he, he went on main event, wrestled um, Chuck on main event, and you know was trying to get him over, and he was. <laughs> You know, they tried to talk about the, 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 the character change with him too. It didn't work. No, oh, yeah, he like, was he was doomed once he got that uh S and M gimmick. Right. And then somebody asked him and then somebody on Twitter asked him, um, was he gonna sell the mask? And he said, Nobody wanna buy that shit, bro. <laughs> it goes to show that he wasn't feeling that he wasn't feeling that gimmick either. It's just probably just wrestlers probably just they want to be company men. They want to be, you know, sure they they, they are respecting creatives' ideas and they're like if they don't if I mean if they don't like something, you take the repercussions and go with it. You know, they try to say Keith Lee was being difficult when he was told to lose matches and everything, and it was just like you know, you wanna build somebody up but you want them to lose matches and everything, like come on now. So carrying crosses out and Scarlet Never got a chance to come up. We were just waiting for Scarlet to come up. Nope. No Scarlet. Well, Scarlet. Impact should be extremely happy with these. Um, That's where they came from. Yeah, I know. They can get them back. Well, they want to go back. Well, I mean, they got to go somewhere. Oh yeah, because you can't go to AEW, man. Everybody can't go to AEW. I mean, NWA may be able to get like oh, yeah. a couple people. NWA. That NWA was a thing too, but I was and, and look at Ring of Honor. Ring, yeah, Honor, Ring of Honor, Honor can't get nobody because they going on hiatus. So I mean, like I was saying, yeah. it, this, this might still around, you know. This might be might the return of uh, independent wrestling. This might be. To I got three. I got three. I got three when I get done with this. But okay. um, I got three. But yeah. But um, she. But Scarlet got a, a thirty day, a thirty day um, non compete clause, and you know Curry and got the standard ninety day. So Scarlet had tweeted she's gonna be in her some of brawn panties, Iron Iron Woman match or something like that. And I said, ooh, I'd love to see that. Stay focused, sir. Stay focused on the news. And then she said something about OnlyFans. I was like, hello. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, hello, hello. (laughs) All right. (laughs) But no. Um, Next up, Mm -mm B-Fab. Probably the most confusing one of them all. Oh, got back news. This is the Mo Melton segment, so I got back news on that, backstage news on that one. Apparently, they felt, now, I think you or somebody else who said this, that every, you know, hip-hop, you know, 
you know, group, label, whatever, has a first lady. Mm-hmm. So someone in creative or persons in creative felt that Hit Row was fine without her. She sings the song. How is she? How uh, it doesn't? It's not Hit Row without her. It's just three dudes. I guess they looking at they probably somebody probably said, "Hey, remember when? When I don't know they probably was that deep in hip hop. Remember when they had you know Jay Z had you know Bleak and Bings and Emil that Emil was gone at the Blueprint album. They probably was like, "Yeah, that's a stretch," but. It's it's That's not the, the Fugees. If it's, it's <laughs> not Lauren Hill, it's just Wyclef and Prize. <laughs> yeah, I'm just it's saying. Not, it's, it's not the uh, it's not the Black Eyed Peas getting rid of Fergie. You know, right? Definitely. You know, and it's just like. Yeah, and it was like they said, and it was the saying that she had signed a main roster deal. Um, a main roster deal, like the probably the week week, week prior. Man, can you imagine signing a main roster deal, being like, okay, I can like, you know, feel like I got some stability. I can, you know, maybe move out of an apartment into like a townhouse or something, and then the next thing, you know, right. the next week they'd be like, uh, yeah, no. Like we're letting you go, man. See, that's that's the type of stuff that make people show up at the office with a tire iron mm-hmm. and swinging at people's heads, or you know, somebody find out what car they drive and they wonder why they got three flats. <laughs> right. Next up, we got is Ember Moon. This probably hit Sam a little bit hard, you know. Right. Um, well, Sam had said had mentioned that they probably wanted. He was like, they probably want to kill shot on the main roster. And I was like, yeah. We about to read what they call hit row up. But right. yeah. Ember Moon, she got released too. Yeah, that's kind of tough for her after coming back from uh that Achilles and Coming back from that Achilles injury. Coming back. Even Marie. We can move on, sir. It's too difficult for me to even fathom at this point. Well, she's on a movie now, so I guess she's not even tripping. She's on a movie, so she's, she's like, I'm good. Frankie Monet, who just started and um, who got signed with NXT in 2021. And now she's gone. Yeah, she... Uh... At, like she was, she got that one title match against Raquel. They had a pretty decent match, but they didn't have any follow up as far as the story nope. goes. And then the next thing you know, uh, they released her and Jessica Mayo, but not Robert Stone. Oh, Owen. Let me, let me, let me, let me finish this up. <laughs> yeah, you're right. But you're right about Jessica. Yeah, that, that's. But Robert Stone can be used as a rag doll, as we saw in last week's NXT. And the crazy thing about. This this release, John Morrison was on the UK tour when this happened. And if I was him, I wouldn't uh, get too comfortable. No. And I would rather see him outside of WWE anyway. Impact, um, the Impact, um, Lucha Underground gave us some incredible, incredible matches. Came back here, 
Why? Why, sir? Why, why, why would you do that? Why would you, why would you, why would you do that to yourself? Just to be the men's sidekick. Right. Grand Metalik. But he wanted his release, so that's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah him and Lindsay, the Rodden won their release. Yeah, so, after they yeah. saw Kalisto on Dynamite last week, I'm pretty sure they could, couldn't wait to get up out of there. Right, they was like, oh, bro, they was like, let us go. Um, David Hart Smith. Harry Smith? Harry Smith, rather. Not David Hart Smith, Harry Smith. As, as CM Punk said in that, um, in that promo, um, in that promo when he was born at Jolara Nights again, you know, talking about Valamek, Kozlov, um, Harry Smith, and I forgot who else that got cut. And he was like, if you go, if you, um, on the jet and tell them face to face, and then you call them on the phone and say, Hey, kid, sorry, it's a budget day. Best of luck to your endeavors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one's crazy. He said he, he re signed in 2020, and then he, I know he had a dark match. He had a dark match with Austin, he was in tag with Austin Theory, and I remember he cut the um, promo, the backstage promo, but he never really, he. Okay, yes. I know he had a, he had a started out, you know, he started out, you know, you know, being someone he was known as um, British Bulldog's son. Then he got suspended. Then he came back and he was in a tag team with, um, was it the Heart? The, the Heart? He was in a, uh, him and um, uh, the guy who, similar to Tyson Kidd. Yeah. Okay. I was. I was wondering if they, if they was. Um. If they, yeah, they was in the. Um. You know what they was supposed to have came over. Um. The other. Um. I think the other relative was supposed to have been signed to WWE. And they supposed to have been with them. What, he, Teddy Hart. Yeah, Teddy yeah, Hart. Too Hart. much drama, man. Yeah. Too. Woo, man. Way too much drama. So, you know, he's gone. So he didn't really do anything with him. All that going over to Japan and being in the Indies, and they still, I don't know. Uh, Jeet Rama, don't know who he was, but he was in NXT since 2015. We've been there for a minute. Um, Jessica Kamea, as you said, been there for three years. Well, four, well, well, she started in 2017 with NXT. Um, Katrina Cortez. Um, I forgot who they said she was in NXT, but everybody thought it was Electra Lopez, and it was like, no, it's not her. Yep. And another one for you, Dawn. And this might be some some drama backstage. Back back to this one, Nia Jax. Yeah, uh, looks like this may be a case of vaccination status. Or, or according to Nia, I don't know if you saw her iOS press release. She said that she had gotten took some time off to deal with some mental health. Yeah, her mental health. Yeah. And her vaccination status never was a was a part right. of the conversations, right? And you know she had once more. This is a little bit more time off to get stuff together, and 
They never gave her a response. The next thing you know, she finds out she's on that release list. Yeah, that's unfortunate, especially if, you know what I'm saying, they they can never come out and say it because she'd have a lawsuit against them, but, you know, it looks very suspicious. Yep. Um, who else is that? Only looking. That's, 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 that's sad because he's done such good work in NXT. Yeah, he was, you know, he was, you know, saying he was real thankful for, you know, the gigs he worked there. And, you know, he was like, you know, he's ready to move on to bigger and better things. I mean, good for him, but he was definitely a great technical wrestler. Really like his style. Him and um, Danny Birch. Yeah, love that tag team. Now, here's the thing. He has a 90-day release clause, a 90-day complete clause, but he mm-hmm. didn't really get called up-ish. He was or NXT. He, I mean, he did 205 things, but he wasn't really, like, you know, called up on the main roster. He was just, was just he might have done some stuff, some spots here and there, but he wasn't, like, a full main roster person. Right. I guess they have two different contracts when you sign an NXT. I guess they have oh. like the main roster contract that you can sign, or the the and then you. So I wonder if I wonder if um that might be what they might um like Ember Moon because she came back to NXT and I'm no she might she might got a ninety day no mm-hmm. compete. But we'll see. Um, Trey um Trey Baxter. Uh yeah, Corey Jade's boyfriend. Right. Yeah, so he's he's out too. Um, Z- Zeta Ramirez, uh, um, Booker T's um, prospect, prospect. Yeah, yeah, I like Zeta Ramirez. We didn't get to see see a lot of her, but I thought really that did. she had a lot of potential. I thought that her and Amari Miller, who they clearly like, uh, were definitely uh, two people I would have liked seeing tag together be a tag team. Yep. It's all funny that all these releases, Jackson Riker. Your boy. It's still. That's your, that's your boy. <laughs> your boy. Yeah, well, you know, him and Vince got the same politics, so, you know, Vince likes to keep some of them folks around. Yeah. But it was talking about there was, a, it was like another 10 names that they, re- they probably wanted to release to. Won't be surprised if you see some another cut list come out. This come out soon. I'm yep. fully expecting the truth to be cut. Anytime now. Who? R-Truth. Oh, really? I hope not, man. He survived I'm, I'm so full, long. I, I know, I know, but I'm fully expecting it. I don't want it to happen, but I'm fully expecting it. I hope not. I hope R-Truth can be a forever employee like Titus. Well, he 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 what he started out as a started out, and then he got cut. Then showed up an impact. You know, that's when. The R Truth um, gimmick took off, right? Um, with TNA and everything, and um, you know, it's I don't know. The rest of it is a real fickle game. We love it, but we hate it at the same time. Yeah, man, been a lot to 
not like in WWE circles as of late, but yeah, that that was a very extensive list, some very surprising names, uh, a lot of NXT alumni uh, as as well on that list. Um, so just more facts that everything that Triple H built up, they're systematically tearing down. Um, you know, little by little, man. So all that hard work and all that time we put into watching NXT from 2015 to like 2019, 2018, it's just going by the wayside, man. Um, None of those guys have really like made it the way that we thought they would. Um, the women have had far more success coming from NXT into the main roster as far as top stars being top stars and and being portrayed as top stars once they get on the main roster but man uh, the guys has been a lot tougher it has a lot tougher yeah um some other things um let's see um they're talking about um they're talking about signing, um, giving like anybody else who signs with the company, giving them a sixty day, sixty day contract. A sixty day contract. Okay. Which makes sense in, in, in the long run. You don't have to tie somebody down to a long term deal if you're not really going to use them. But right, it's kind of wild. Um, looks like there's some some issues with um, WWE and up up down down. I guess the content creators were up up down down wants Xavier Woods to get a larger cut of the money, but that's the reason why if you if y'all like the up up down down content, there hasn't really been I guess there hasn't really been any um as of late. They've been trying to figure out iron out this financial issue and everything, but. Maybe we been doing this whole thing, you know, getting deals with um like G four and all that other stuff. Um, I don't know if we mentioned this, but you know, shout out to um John Moxley going into the um inpatient rehab, getting himself together. Um, you know, the out, you know, the alcohol, um. I guess you know that's you know that's you no. Know, I guess it's a real real big decision for him. You know he has a a daughter. You know is you know happily married and everything. So we got to get himself together. So you know just want to give him you know shout out just for you know taking control of his um, own destiny. So with that one, hope to see him back in this um, back in the ring. Um, no, when he when he gets ready. Um, I guess um, Gabe Stevenson's brother, the other one who got signed, got got has a new name, Damian something. Somebody else. Oh wait, they said NXT 2.0 um, War Games announced. <laughs> 
And they say they, they, they say they're not using take over the may not be using take over names. Yeah, it's just like, we'll be war games. Yeah. So we'll be a war game since we'll be on Sunday, December fifth. Yeah, I think it's gonna be the only quote unquote pay per view for WWE in December because they're not having a main roster one. Yeah, because I told you they have them two in January. Mm-hmm. The January first one and uh Royal Rumble. Royal Rumble. They're doing two so they're doing they're kinda of just going to they kind of you know logging up um January. But the real war games you want to see was hit row versus Legado del Fantasma. That was a real hit war game you wanted to see. But we won't be getting there. Nah, they don't love us. They don't they don't want us to have nice things, so they don't want to, they don't want us to be happy and watch good wrestling and see the storylines come, you know, see everything come to, you know, to a climax. They don't want us to get that thing. It's kinda of like now we're just gonna stop we're gonna give you and give you what we think we want you to see. And we're like what the fuck is this? Um again, so that's all I got. I want to talk about the releases and talk about that. And talk about a few other things too. So, oh yeah, but um, also shout out to me and then um, WrestleCast Fantasy was picking up a big win this week, <laughs> this past week rather. Um, yeah, the uh, the fantasy stats don't look too bright. Uh, I'll run through those right quick uh, as we wrap this up. Um, I've lost six weeks in a row. Uh, Matthew Stafford decides he wants to play just terrible <laughs> this week. I had a chance to win, but then he just wants to go and just be awful. So uh took away my chance at victory, which is unfortunate because I, I really could use a, a, a win. I need several wins now, but I think I'm DFL throughout the whole league. Uh, let's see. We got our man Taysen at six and three, leading the East. My buddy Will is five and four. My cousin is five and four. Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese is four and five, along with Mr. Anwar Starwin. And I am bringing up the rear at two and seven. That is the Eastern uh, side of the bracket. On the Western Conference, we got Kylet Wren at six and three. We got uh, Quantum Central R at five and four. We got Daniel at five and four. We got my buddy Evan at five and four. We got Madame Lizette at five and four. And we got my man Black Howling, just like me, down here at two and seven. So, um, very competitive over there in the West. Um, got a lot of people really uh, one game within the lead uh, here in the East, a couple of games out of the lead here. And then uh, there's me four games out. So, uh, still about halfway through the season, and uh, we'll see uh, what the second half of the season brings for fantasy. But, yeah, it hasn't been a good trip for me. Uh, I thought I had a very good team, but uh, injuries and and COVID has starting to take a toll on my lineups. And, uh, yeah, I'm coming up short a lot. So I'm not having that much yeah. fun, but I'm still trying. <laughs> yeah, um yeah, COVID just hit my squad because Nick Chubb is going to be out. And Nick Chubb had a monster game this past Sunday. 
I mean, I could I could have put him in, and I didn't even know, I didn't even think that um, Connors would have a good a monster game on Sunday either. But you know, yeah, man, Connor had a really big game um, this past week. Uh, Colt McCoy looked out, came in for uh, Kyler Murray, who was yeah. hurt. And uh, got the job done, and uh, that's the, all you can ask for for your uh, backup quarterback. But you know, we'll dive into that when me and uh, Dwayne do another score. Uh, we got a lot to talk about, so we'll be catching everybody up on that stuff soon. But Mister, yeah, Mo- yeah, man, was that talk about your quarterback line and shit? <laughs> <laughs> so hit the people with your shout outs and thank yous, man. Uh, shout out to Don. You know, he be working, y'all. And then he'll be hitting me up and say, man, can we can we do it on Wednesday? And I was like, Wednesday's cool, bro. You know, because I got cl- I had class later on. So, you know, we good with that. Um, shout out to Simi and Jade and Anwar, Terry's boy, um, holding down the network. Shout out to everybody in the spaces. Are you in the spaces tonight? No man, I'm not gonna be in the spaces tonight, okay. man. All right, I might, I might have to pop in and see what's pop, see what's good because I've been kind of chilling on the spaces and um, Colin remember sending me links to come join. I'm like, oh, I don't feel like it. I said I want to, but I don't really feel like it. But I'll watch because this is the go home show for full gear for Dynamite. I'll see what's going on, see what they talk about in the spaces. Um. Yeah, shout out to shout out to everybody in the spaces. Shout out to just everybody who be the hashtag with us. Um, I, like I said, wrestling just been WWE side just been kind of on the um, the blah side for me. So I haven't really been wanting to just really talk wrestling and nothing like that. But I still keep my ear to the to the um, dirt sheets just to see what's going on, even if they lies or not. <laughs> Well, I'd like to give a big shout to Mo to the underscore Reese, who over the past month and a half or so has been, even though his excitement has waned, he still showed up and giving it his all here on the podcast. So I definitely appreciate that. Thank you to Miss Simi. Thank you to Miss Jay to the max. Thank you to Miss Didi Jonay. Thank you to Miss um, Jupiter Julep and Madame Lizette, Miss V, Black Howling. Um, everybody else who joins us in all the Twitter spaces. Miss Cammy D was in there on Monday night. Um, so that was a lot of fun. Uh, shout out to uh, I Don't Give a Fox. She's been joining us here lately the last couple of times we've had some spaces. So, yeah, just, uh, you know, some, some new people coming into the spaces. So always look for those if you're on Twitter. Uh, continue to use the hashtag RawCast each and every Monday night to share your commentary with color with us uh, through Twitter as we live tweet Monday Night Raw. Uh, just thank you for supporting the podcast. Go over to cspn.us. Click on the tab that says keep our podcast free at the top of the page. Do your shopping with any of our sponsors to help keep the podcast free. Also become a patron over on the Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash CSPN media. There you can hear me and Miss Simi review AEW Dynamite each and every week. Also, you can hear candid post and pre-show conversations from all the recordings here that we do each and every week. Shout out also to the guys over at the Comic Book Chronicles. They've got a, re- a spoiler-free review of Eternals. That's out now on the network. So if you're into comic books and comic book movies, definitely check out the Comic Book Chronicles each and every week here on the network. I'll say this. I'll say this. Just make sure that you, you, you got your coffee on so you can stay awake. 
and I'll leave it at that. <laughs> so for my co-host, Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese, I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and this has been The Rawcast. Please stay tuned for the parting promo. to worry about we have a very important question to answer based on what we all just saw guys we've got to get to the bottom of this tonight who exactly is kevin owens is kevin owens the prize fighter is he the hero is he the man who will do anything put his body on the line fight it out in this ring for the wwe universe or is kevin owens a snake is he a gutless, spineless coward. Is Kevin Owens a liar? What do you guys think? <laughs> well, look. I've known Kevin Owens for a very, very long time. He and I go back, uh, well, we came up together in this industry. I mean, we probably slept on the floor together at some Econo Lodge right down the street here, to be honest with you. And as long as I've known Kevin Owens, there's always been one thing that you could count on with him. And that is that he would stab you in the back any chance he got. Don't believe me? Why don't you ask his old buddy Sammy Zayn, huh? Oh, that didn't work out so well for poor Sammy. Or what about Kofi Kingston in the New Day? Oh, it didn't work out being Kevin's friends either for them, did it? Because Kevin is as low as it gets. He is a paramecium. He is an amoeba. He cannot be trusted as far as he can be thrown. And knowing Kevin Owens, that's not very far at all. <laughs> Kevin is a snake. He is a coward. He is gutless, soulless, and he is a liar. A liar. And after tonight, when I beat him here in the center of this ring in the main event, not only will Kevin Owens be the biggest liar in the world, but he will also be the biggest loo-hoo.